Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Yeah, I know. In an uncertain world, there is always music which can be listened to in good company. Welcome to Friday 15, the show where we speak to friends and interesting people to the backdrop of great tunes and allocate 15 minutes to both. Today, we speak to Kerry Davis, BBC scriptwriter, about the joys of working from home. Retrograde is a song by English electronic music producer and singer-songwriter James Blake. The song was released as a digital download in 2013 as the lead single from his second studio album, Overgrown.
Kerry, Kerry is working from home. Isn't just an excuse for you not to wash in the morning, not to shave? Uh, well, not for me it isn't, but for some people it most definitely is. And what's wrong with that? I think it's all kind of part of the routine, isn't it? You know, you get up uh, to go to work, you have a shower, you clean your teeth, you know, you uh, put your best bib and tucker on, uh, you get out the door and commute. It's part of the gearing up for work. Surely you people that work yeah. from home um, need to invent your own kind of routines and stuff. Yeah, in fact, I do. I am exactly that, what you just described there. You know, I, I get up, I have a decent breakfast. Um, I commute the two flights of stairs to work, of course, which is one of the great things, great things about working at home. Um, so for me, I, 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 I like to be structured and organised in my day. And I like to, uh, exactly that. So, you know, if I'm at work, I'm at work. Um, but some people, they may have a more flexible approach. And so it might suit them to work in their dressing gown or indeed work in without getting up, just reach for the laptop and, and start work. We're all different. One of the problems of, uh, of office-based culture is that it tends to force you to work in a particular way. Um, I think one of the great things about working at home is that it gives you much more control about a lot of the circumstances around which you work. And as we, as we know, it's very well uh, documented and researched. More control means less stress. But how can you be supervised efficiently if you're working from home? It depends on what your job is, of course. Uh, I, the job I do, I, I'm a, a scriptwriter, so mm -hmm. I have to produce you know, a, a scene-by-scene scene synopsis by a particular date, then I've got to produce a set of scripts by a particular date, then I've got to produce a set of rewrites by a particular date. So where your output is, is easily measured, mm. um, then, you know, then I think it, 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 those jobs probably, from a management point of view, are the easiest ones to agree a sort of working from home, working at home arrangement. I'm slightly different. I'm a completely now a freelancer. Um, so literally all my client, which is the BBC, is interested in is does it get those scripts on time and so on. There's no, it doesn't have any management or pastoral responsibility for me. It's obviously more complicated if you're um, if, if you're a, in a regular employment, but you you're either permanently based at home uh, or you you work at home on some days. Don't you feel somewhat kind of imprisoned by working at home, though? You know, if you see that shelf that needs, uh, like, rehanging or something or another, don't you kind of procrastinate, kind of do that? Then, you know, maybe do the dishes, do a little bit of tweeting before actually getting down to do some work? Yeah, yeah. that's that's a real danger. Um, and in fact, bef uh, before I did this interview, I actually went on Twitter and asked... Uh, from input from fellow home-based workers mm. uh, and that is actually it's quite clearly that is a problem for some people I t I'm reasonably disciplined about uh, you know how, how I approach my working day and so on um, so I'm pretty I'm pretty good if, it, if it's a working day I'll... do you think you need to be a disciplined person per se to work from home I think if you aren't you're gonna have problems uh, because there are uh, there are so many other things you can you could be doing other than working. Having said that, of course, if you're at work in a conventional office, there are a lot of distractions, and they're often distractions not of your own making. So they're a, they're a different thing to deal with. You know, your your boss might be coming in and you know giving you 
you know, new jobs on top of the jobs you're trying to do already, uh, which can be a distraction from the task in hand. Your co-workers might be talking to you. There may be music in the office that you don't like, um, <laughs> all, all sorts of things. Whereas, you know, if, if it's your own home environment, you're absolutely right. You know, there, there, there are lots of, lots of things to do. But in fact, if you're clever about it, you can actually do a an element of keeping the house going within your working day. You know, for example, while I tend to, I tend to actually have a formal coffee break in the morning. It's good to have a screen break, get up, walk around, you know, uh, get away from, get away from the computer. So I go and make coffee. Well, while the coffee is brewing, I can put some washing in the washing machine, you know, and I've lost no time whatsoever. It's that's the same time as I'd be sort of standing in the canteen, um, you know, waiting to get a coffee if I was in the office. You know, I don't know how people manage with getting stuff delivered as you know, so much of a shop on the internet nowadays. I'm here when, when stuff gets delivered. All of that um, work-life balance stuff is have so you, much have easier. Have you never had that little card from Amazon saying we tried to deliver this but you weren't there? Uh, yeah, occasionally. Occasionally I, I, I might be, uh, <clears throat> if I've got the music up loud, because I, 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 I happen to be... Um, my house, my house has three floors, and my office is on the top floor. So occasionally, I don't, I, I, I don't hear the, uh, I don't hear, hear the bell. And of course, as we know, sometimes the, I, it's almost a, a cliche, isn't it? We think they just leave the card rather than leave, leave the parcel. Sometimes. Talking about music, you and I have known each other for a couple of years now, and I can safely say your musical taste is almost, not quite, but almost as good as mine. Um, tell me uh, about Randy by Justice. Okay, this is now. This actually, I picked this because it relates to one of the great things about working at home. Um, one is you can have your own music choice on, and you know sometimes if you know often if you're in an office that allows music, it might you, know, you might have to compromise on that. When I'm actually writing scripts, I can't have any sound. I've got to have silence so I can hear the voices in my head. But uh, if I'm doing other sorts of work, then I, then I can't have music, and I, I usually listen to BBC Six music, which has the kind of range of music I like. Anyway, I was working. I heard this waited for the back announcement because I absolutely loved it, immediately went on Spotify, played it again, and danced around my office like a loon. Now, you can't do that in most offices. Um, so so that's why I picked this song, because it, it, it links directly, A, into to, um, what we're talking about, this is this, this idea of, of being at home and working, and also my, you know, my great love outside work. I just love to dance. And if you can dance, you know, three minutes around the office. That's the best screen break ever.
I couldn't disagree with you more. You can dance at work. I'll tell you something now, Mr. Kerry Davis. When I started myvillage.com, I instituted a three-minute dance break every every afternoon. Well, that's my sort of workplace. <laughs> um, tell me, the sound of justice is very, very French. You know, it's very. It is. Yeah. Are you kind of into that kind of flangy guitar thing then? Flangy guitar uh, electronica. That's, I I very much like that kind of, that French dance music, you know, uh, it's it's got a certain quality all of its own, you know, and obviously Daft Punk are the, uh, you know, sort of the the, the big things. There you go back to the super discount stuff and air and so Mm. on, you know, it's it's always got this kind of chic feel to it. And um, Justice, as I would, call them because i'm a pretentious know-all um <laughs> they 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 have a kind they bring an extra kind of almost a rock and roll feel to it i mean if you look at them they look like rock stars mm. um rather than sort of dance music nerds you know um and, and uh yeah I, I i like that edge that they bring to, to to dance music they do look like they've kind of slightly just come over the hill and come down a bit in terms of rock stardom don't they? they look a little bit we're knowingly wearily jaded i think that's right yeah, yeah yeah you're right and their fashion choices are you know they're much more likely to be in leather jackets than smart casual mm. liked it well done sir cool glad you did so t- tell us about the work that you do okay so um i'm a scriptwriter for um a bbc radio drama called the archers uh it's it's very well known in britain it's been going for over 60 years um, and it's effectively a soap opera on the radio. Uh, I've been involved with the show for well over 20 years in different uh, different roles, um, producer, web producer, senior producer, and so on. Uh, but I've actually been writing scripts for the last uh, 11, 12 years. And have you always done them from home? Was, was there never a time when you sat in an office with the other scriptwriters? We do get together... Um, quite often actually once every five weeks uh, we have a, a, a script meeting and twice a year we have long-term meetings um, so we're, we're, we're actually planning the content but then we actually go back home and when we're writing our synopses and scripts and so on we're, we're all doing that individually um, so it, it works very well for me because I am a very social animal uh, so it's good to have even though the job of a writer is pretty solitary to have this sort of social contact as well and of course Twitter gives you a kind of virtual social contact. Um, so if you know if something funny comes to mind, you can share it with people. Uh, or if you you know you, you, you want to check the wisdom of the crowd, you, you need to research something, you can check a question out and, and, and back the answer comes pretty quickly usually. So you say Twitter and social media helps with the with you know with you actually producing your work. Sure. How much of how much of the time is it actually a distraction? Now, now be honest. Yeah, you have to keep it within limits. I'm uh, the way I um, uh, kind of parcel the, the the work out, as it were, is that when I'm when I'm writing a scene, that is all I am doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't allow any distractions. I'm, I'm writing that scene, but then at the end of that scene, I can take a moment's breath, and that's when I might check Twitter, check Facebook. Um, I, I, I'm also very, I'm afraid, very ruthless about the number of people that I follow. 
to keep my time on Twitter, um, uh, you know, within reasonable reasonable limits. That's the problem, if you know, because you could, you know, you just get you can just end up down the rabbit hole, can't you? So you tell me you're a you're a scriptwriter on on this archers thing. Would you recommend I give it a listen? <laughs> Roy, I think you might like it. You know what? I'm I'm going to give it a go. Uh, Kerry Davies, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming on to Friday 15 and telling us about the joys and the benefits of working at home. Something which I must admit I've done for what. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The last 20 years. It's been a pleasure. Lovely to talk to you. song by The Clash from their album Combat Rock. Written in 1981, it features Mick Jones on lead vocals. It became the band's only number one single in the UK singles charts a decade after it was originally released. Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go there will be trouble
I'm leaving you tomorrow Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can You see, I'm big stone and I'm bothered Yeah, why in the world would anybody put chains on me? Yeah. I'm paid my dues to make it Everybody wants me to be what they want me to be I'm not happy when I try to fake it Why I'm easy I'm easy like Sunday morning That's why I'm easy I'm easy like Sunday morning I wanna be high So high I wanna be free to know the things I do are right Just me, whoa, baby. similar Lionel Richie ballads. This remix uses Tiny Tempest Pass Out to kick things up a little.
hope you enjoyed this week's show don't forget you can follow the show's progress on facebook by simply typing in friday 15 you can also find us on twitter where you can follow me where i'm at royfield spelled r-o-i-f-i-e-l-d now every thursday you can jump onto twitter and tweet me and nominate a song for me to put into this week's friday 15 iTunes reviews, folks, are extremely important. They're the lifeblood of any podcast. Please go onto iTunes and write us a, a glowing review. And don't forget, finally, you can email me from Royfield, spelled R-O-I-F-I-E-L-D, at gmail.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. See you all again in seven days' time for more good music and great conversation.